0: not to mention all the animals, shouldn't I feel sorry for such a great city? He got it. He said, how can you be concerned about a plant and you're mad at me concerned about 120,000 people and their animals? How is it that you feel you are right be angry about this plant perishing, but you don't understand, you don't have empathy to see how I am concerned about these people and I want them to live. Aren't you glad that God loves us more than we can ever understand? That he sent his son to die on the cross for our sins. He loved us enough that he knew that well, you can't get it right, so let me help you get it right. Jonah did not understand, but yet God uses Jonah as an expression and as a lesson for all of us to understand that how he cares about you, there's nobody that's beyond his limit, beyond his reach. God's love never fails. Basically means that there's nothing you can do to stop God from loving you. There's people out there that feel that they can't come to God because they've done something so horrific, so horrible, that God could never love them. And their shame and their guilt is making them feel so heavy and so burdened. And that's when you can let them know you are right to feel heavy and to feel burdened, but you're wrong. God still loves He loves you enough that he wants you to lay down your burdens, lay down your shame, lay down your guilt, because somebody already picked that up for you. Some some 2,000 years ago, way back on Calvary, that he bore our shame, he bore our guilt. By his stripes, we are healed. He took on our chastisement, he took on our punishment, and he died on the cross, but three days later, he got up again. And he spent some time talking with disciples before he ascended into the heaven, where he sits right now, and is seating on our behalf. And if you call on this name of Jesus and turn your life over to him, know this, that God rather show you his grace and his mercy than his wrath. And so, God is good. And all the time, God is good. He's not good just on one day, but in everything. And so when you see that he had compassion on, notice this these are not children of Abraham. These are not children in Israel, but these are God's children either way. That he wants them too, to know him in a better way. And so when God has his compassion for us, God is not selfish. God does not keep it for himself, but he shames. And when I think about this, uh, about how God used Jonah to express what we oftentimes know in Psalms 121, it says that the, that it says, I look up to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Verse three, he will not let you stumble. The one who watched over you will not, will not slumber. Four, indeed, he watches over Israel, never slumbers or sleeps. Five, the Lord himself watches over you. The Lord stands beside you as your protective shape. The sun will not harm you by day or the moon at night. And I want to grab this, that this is being illustrated right here to Jonah, that God provided shelter for him in the hot of the sun. God was protecting him even when he wasn't looking towards God. When all his help came from the Lord even when he did not ask for it, he did not send a request he was, matter of fact, he didn't even care if God gave him help he was waiting for God to punish them but God was blessing him Jonah should have recognized God's sovereignty God is just in all his ways God is going to do what he said he's going to Jonah preached that message, says that if you don't repent, you will be your parents. So he already knew that God was just in doing what he did. But yet he was mad at God because God is just. We get mad at people when we believe they don't deserve another chance, but we always deserve all our chances, right? We we judge other people, but don't judge me. It's amazing how we can blind ourselves when we become so subtle. And so self centered, we're not considering somebody else. Jonah was more concerned about a plant than 120 people about to perish. Jonah was more content with a plant covering his head than God showing mercy to those who repent. Let us not get caught up in our own preferences. Our own selfish ambition blind us of what truly is right, what truly is good. May we humble ourselves and know that there is a God and we are not him. And may God always guide us in our steps and our directions. And maybe understand how great God's love is, as God expressed to Jonah. And I want to. Uh, the further illustrate this from the good writer of Paul in Ephesians 3, verses 18 and 19. And may you have the power to understand as all God's people should, should how wide, how long, how high and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all fullness of life. And power that comes from God. May we know the greatness of our God's love. Don't wait and pray on your enemies to fail, but pray for them to succeed. And pray for God to change your heart so that you can consistently show this compassion, this love, this mercy that God freely shows us. And we can express to others. We learned this early on. Many of us, growing up in Sunday school, when we learned the Lord's Prayer, right? And will we say, "Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us." May we continue to seek after God, and so God continue to help me to be more like You and less of me, that I may know how great. How high, how wide, how deep is your love? Let us pray. Father, we just thank you that you put up with our mess. You put up with our idiosyncrasies, our issues, and you love us unconditionally. We thank you, Lord, that you've never given up on us. We thank you, Lord, that you show mercy towards us. Even in times, Lord, that we are not accepting of what you're doing in our lives, hallelujah, Lord, we thank you. Bless us in your heart. Father, we pray that we can be awakened to truly see you moving in our lives, that we are lined up with your will and step, and that our hearts will be transformed and renewed to be more like you. Father, there might be someone who does not know you or they feel that they've done so much that they're far from you. Lord, I pray that they will hear this message that you love them and they call on your name and they shall be saved. And Father, we pray that they will submit and surrender and turn and continue to to work on them and renew them and change them as you're doing on us on a daily. We thank you, God, that you have not given up on us but you're changing us and renewing us, refreshing us each and every day. And so, Father, we ask you to have thine own way. In Jesus Christ's name, Lord, we pray. Amen. Amen, amen. If that's you out there that wants to know how great his love is for you, if you're looking for a church home, we encourage you to find that church home. You can reach out to zionbcpiori.com, our website. Uh, You can reach out to us through our app and the email. And just try to find a place, or you might be a church local to you, find that place to disciple you, grow you, to tell you about that Jesus loves you more than you can ever understand, but you can experience that love in your life. We thank you for joining us. It's time for worship. We thank you for joining us here in this place. And we want to encourage you here to give to our ministry on our website as well or through our app as we prepare to give our offering here. God bless you. May it keep you. And remember, Jesus loves you, and so do I until we meet again. God bless.